The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. the first midweek edition of 2024 here on Analyze This, your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJX FM. Uh, it's my understanding that uh, there's a power outage issue on St. Thomas, and um, it actually affected our booting, uh, the program this morning. So if, in fact, that's true. Uh, could someone please uh, text me and let me know what they run into me? Um, I heard that um, they are um, starting to uh, bring back up uh, some feeders and all that stuff, but we're not big on speculating here uh, on this medium. But uh, one of my engineers uh, came in about 15, 20 minutes ago and told me that um, there was a power outage and uh, that stuff, so if I let me know what's going on, uh, I'd like to know. It's unfortunate early in the year that um, that's what we're dealing with, but uh, you know, it's early yet, very, very early, and uh, hopefully, you know, we can uh, rectify this. And you know what I mean? Make things so We got a table talk today, it's gonna be a midweek edition, a lot of things to talk about. Of course, you know, the president. Uh, left uh, the safest place on earth um, yesterday afternoon. Um, one of my friends on Twitter, uh, Suzanne in Delaware, uh, she she follows the, pre- the president religiously because she's from Delaware. And um, then the president was supposed to leave. Joey Hollins had sent me the... Um, The daily run-ins uh, for the governor and you know, security briefings and all that stuff. And then he was supposed to uh, break out um, at about 5.45 um, yesterday afternoon. Which means that um, he would have landed um, sometime after 8, maybe 8.30. Um, but... um. Mm. You see? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I see a story here on the Daily Mall. Uh, so Biden back to work. Biden leaves Caribbean with a tan after week-long beach vacation as border crisis, possible government shutdown, and Ukraine funding row uh, await him in Washington, D.C., uh, and Emily Go- Emily Gooden, senior U.S. political reporter on St. Croix. And they got a picture of the, the president on the tarmac uh, boarding the plane. And, uh, yeah, 
So the president, uh, the first lady, and um, his granddaughter, Natalie, uh, departed St. Croix on Tuesday, leaving the sunny skies of the Caribbean for the political storms of Washington, D.C. The president was only seen, only seen in public once during his week on the largest of the U.S. Virgin Islands. He attended mass and took his family out to dinner. Otherwise, he stayed behind the gated walls of his luxury private villa with his private beach, and he left sporting a tan. So the son uh, did its job. Well, uh, the POTUS, the president of the United States, was hanging out in these parts. Uncle Joe, Sleepy Joe, Basement Joe, Dark Brandon, yeah, a lot of nicknames. But the appropriate one is Mr. President. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Mr. President, thank you very much for coming down and uh, bringing some cash. You know what I'm saying? Because if folks come in here, that means they got to spend a penny. And we appreciate that. Start off the year with uh, some revenues. And it's all good. Uh, of course, they say, you know, he got some issues he got to deal with. Right? Government funding, Ukraine border security and questions about his 2024 prospects dire polls and an increase in attacks on U.S. troops in the Middle East man I'm a son it looked like uh, <clears throat> America is obsessed with um, crisis you know and that's unfortunate no, there's no way that governor left at 5.45. Unless the photos here on the Daily Mail, which is a UK uh, <clears throat> medium, because these pictures look uh, like it's, 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 a, it's already dark. You know what I'm saying? But they got a president walking up. Uh, right? Walking up into Air Force One and all that stuff. It said the family appeared to have a good time on their trip. The president, 81, said his New Year's resolution is to come back next year. But technically, um, Mr. President, it won't be next year. It'll be later this year because it'll be in the latter part of December uh, 2024, uh, right? I know you guys hate this assignment down here. I'm sorry to bring you down here. He joked to reporters questioning him after he left the restaurant. The Bidens visited Touche which is known for its seafood cooked by a team of father and son chefs. They are known locally for having uh, the best catch of the day. And Dwayne Henry just let me know that the Coast Guard helicopter still flying over Easton. Yeah, he said Biden appeared to enjoy his night out. He stopped to talk to patrons dining on the restaurant's porch as he exited the building, and there were several around. There were several... Okay, rounds of applause. They kind of they wrote this wrong. They said there were several a round of applause. It should be several rounds of applause. Heard before he came out of the dining establishment. Earlier Saturday, the president went to church. A devout Catholic, he really missed his weekend mass. Neither Jill nor Natalie accompanied, uh, accompanied him to the service at Holy Cross Catholic Church. That's a regular thing. Okay. Tell Iowa Rudy O'Reilly, tell me back in the day when he was uh, the vice president. Uh, 
right, that was a regular thing. Dubai and the family are staying rent-free at a beachfront villa owned by friends Bill and Connie Neville, who made their fortune in the tech industry and attended a White House state dinner with French President Emmanuel Macron. The property is an area where homes can sell for up to $3 million. It has three bedrooms, a pool, and access to a private beach. The Bidens also spent last year at the Neville home. That Neville name sounds familiar. You know what I'm saying? Trying to figure that out, right? <laughs> Biden will have a full schedule at the White House on Wednesday as he deals with the looming government shutdown. When lawmakers return after the new year, they will have just eight legislative days before the first deadline of January 19th, which would close parts of the government and another four before the second deadline of February 2nd, which will result in a full government shutdown. Members of Congress left Washington for their holiday break without an agreement on overall spending levels, which are critical to negotiating a broader funding deal. They and President Biden also remain locked in a stalemate over funding for the Ukraine and protecting the southern border. Biden has asked Congress for $61 billion in aid to Ukraine, but Republicans are refusing to approve the assistance without an agreement with Democrats to tighten security along the US, U.S.-Mexico border. His request also includes $14 billion for Israel as it fights Hamas and $14 billion for U.S. border security. Biden on Wednesday announced a $250 million weapons package to Ukraine in what officials said would be a final amount of aid from the U.S. unless Congress approves new funding. The White House has warned that unless Congress appropriates additional aid for Kyiv, the funds will run out at year's end. Biden and his Democrats have offered major concessions on border security to try and get a deal in place, including raising the standards for asylum seekers and expanding the president's power to quickly remove migrants who cross the border, but Republicans have remained non-committal. Immigration has entrenched itself into Biden's foreign policy and is a political hot potato for the president as he seeks a second term in office. Republicans and even some Democrats have criticized him for not doing enough to secure the U.S.-Mexico border. Donald Trump, the frontrunner for the Republican nomination, repeated, repeatedly hammers board Biden for not doing enough to stop border crossings. Last month saw a record number of border crossings. Between December 1 and December 31st, December 31st, more than 302 migrants were documented attempting to cross the southern border. It's the highest total for a single month ever recorded in history, and it marks the first time migrant encounters have reached over 300,000. And that's uh, something we're going to talk about on the table talk when we crank it up at 820. Thousands more were set to arrive in the coming days in the form of a massive migrant caravan making its way through Mexico to the southern border. Video and photos showed a massive march with families carrying large crosses and their possessions as they, as they trek to the U.S. The border has been a headache for Biden for months, and his approval ratings continue to plummet, with only 38% of voters saying they approve of his handling of immigration compared with 46% in November. Republicans took advantage of President Biden going on vacation to hammer him for heading to the Caribbean while the crisis grows. Biden 
is in the first to face partisan criticism for taking a vacation with former presidents George W. Bush, Barack Obama, and Donald Trump all enduring scrutiny for time spent away from the Capitol. And while Biden is on the U.S. Virgin Island, members of Congress are back home in their congressional districts, meaning Washington, D.C. is virtually empty of political types. Joe Biden is vacationing in the Virgin Islands while the southern border is in crisis, Representative Jim Jordan said earlier this week. Tom Tiffany, and Jordan's a Republican from Ohio, Tom Tiffany, a Republican from Wisconsin, criticized Biden for being on vacation again while our southern border is being invaded by illegal aliens. Meanwhile, the start of 2024 is also the official kickoff for the next presidential election. Biden saw some concerning numbers in the first poll in the new year. Trump beats him with two key voter groups, given the former president an overall lead in the White House race. Trump leads Biden among Hispanic voters by five points, 39-34, and among young voters, 37-34, according to U.S. Today, USA Today. Suffolk University poll. Biden won those voting groups in 2020, in the 2020 presidential contest where he defeated Trump to win the White House. Monday's poll also shows Biden is losing support among black voters, another key voting block. He now has the support of 63% of black voters, a group he carried by a whopping 87% in 2020. Overall, the poll found that Trump in the lead at 39% to 34%, with 17% supporting an unnamed third-party candidate. When the third-party candidates were specified by name, Trump's lead increased to 37 to 34, with the independent candidate Robert F. Kennedy at the top of the third-party candidate at 10%. Overall trend is worrisome for Biden, particularly with young voters who overwhelmingly supported him four years ago and are largely at odds Republicans on issues as abortion access and climate change. <clears throat> and some of the president's support looks to have gone to the third-party contenders. The poll found that 20% of the Hispanic and black voters, along with 21% of the young voters, say they'll back someone other than the two main contenders. This is interesting, just looking at the map, at the raw number, right? Because if he's trailing Hispanic voters by 39, 34, and among younger voters, 37, 34, yet only trails overall by 2%, that means that he's leading in the other areas, the other blocks, because these two blocks are greater than the 2% differential. Clearly something is, is wrong here. Right? Oh, not wrong, but, you know, need an explanation there. Because in order for the president to win, typically he has to win with Hispanic voters and younger voters. And they're saying that the margins that he's at now, at minus 5 and minus 3% respectively, is greater than the overall margin at minus 2 Hmm. Interesting. 
I like I I, I gonna click on this poll see who uh, who's the poster that they worked with. Yeah, this poll came out last yesterday morning. Seven forty second, seven forty seven. It's interesting. One in five black voters now say they'll support a third party candidate in November. Really? I like this. It's gonna be good. Robert Kennedy at ten percent. It's interesting. Thirty-seven to thirty-four. Trump, and then you got another ten percent. Robert Kennedy, so that's eighty-one percent. So you still got another nineteen percent. It's gonna be good. We're gonna break this down uh, in the table talk. We have some fun with this one. So we'll take a break. Uh, when we come back, um, we'll get Ronnie Russell and the guys on the line. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. My clock, my clock is uh, my clock is fast. Okay, I just noticed that it is eight seventeen. We more normally move at eight eighteen. So just going back to this a little bit more. With twenty one percent of young voters now saying they'll back someone other than the two main contenders, you know that's interesting. But that's now. Right. Said Trump has the support of 12% of black voters, precisely the percentage he received in 2020. Mm. This is interesting. You see? I just got a text message. He said that uh, he declared he's a Zionist. It's a slap in the face of black people. Well, no. They just said in the same article he's a devout, he's a devout Catholic. So we got to be careful uh, about how we go about uh, applying religion. So it can't be, can be a Zionist. Definitely supporting Israel, though. Ain't no doubt about that. Right? So that's the issue, really. You know, the... The Palestinian uh, Israeli issue. So, uh, we're going to break that down. But, uh, you know, we'll take a break. Uh, get the guys on the line and, and look at these numbers uh, in the table talk. Be back right after this. deserve the fresh start. The Bank of St. Croix provides in-person service, personal and business checking accounts, online banking, and mobile apps for banking on the go, a non-profit community investment checking account, and a 24-hour banking cash management platform. There are two locations, one in Gallus Bay and one in Peter's Rest. The Bank of St. Croix has something for everyone. Contact a customer service specialist for details regarding our non-profit community investment checking account. Member FDIC. Saturday mornings, we're here for you with Weekend Edition. Two hours of news, interviews, new music, new books, rattling good stories, interesting people, challenging analysis, laughs, air shows, and donkey rides for the kids. So come along with us. Weekend Edition, Saturday mornings from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. 
so much going on, it can be hard to keep up with who's doing what and why. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, letting you know whether it's news from across the country and the world or a deep conversation about a novel, movie, or music, we got you. Grab your coffee or your earbuds and tune in to Weekend Edition from NPR News. Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Hi, I'm Peter Sangle. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. this and uh, yes um just looking at the the polling here um i like these numbers it tells us that uh we got a donnie brook uh in store uh for 2024 um the the issue with the southern border though right uh you would think that um it just started um the the way um, the Republicans are going all out. But it was a big political issue in 2016 as well. Uh, because uh, one of the things that, that, that Trump did um, that uh, actually galvanized a lot of his support was his uh, desire to build a big wall. This big wall dug in Texas, Right. And, um, of course, that didn't materialize any claim you're going to get Mexico to build it and, and all that stuff, right? So, uh, so I'm reading an article from 2020, right, which moved us from the 2016 election to 2020. And it said immigration was a dominant issue in 2016, but not this time. This is October 2020, right? And the build a wall... Uh, thing was was big uh yet immigration has taken a back seat in the 2020 campaign trail it barely came up during the presidential debate you know with joe biden or the vice president vice president uh debate between uh, mike pence and kamala harris covid19 was a dominant issue uh back then you know so it's going to be interesting to see how uh immigration uh is looked at uh, during uh, the 2024 uh, build-up towards November, which is now 10 months away. Uh, we got uh, Ronnie Russell uh, joining us here uh, from uh, Keenan Ridge. Uh, Happy New Year, um, Mr. President. And Happy New Year to you, Neville, and your wonderful audience. Yeah, man. How's... Uh, Happy New Year came, came in beautiful. Came in beautiful, right? Beautiful weather. 
this time, yeah. I, this time as well. So it'll be interesting to see how that uh, pans out. I got that uh, when we came over the top. Me and one of my employees were like in convoy, working over the top of the hill. And the sea water looked like glass. Come over the top. Yeah. What, what about you over there in Northridge? Hey, beautiful, beautiful, green. Hey, you know, and it's drizzling and raining every night. Yeah, yeah. The the the, the shoreline areas I always get a shower that the inland don't get. Because of the proximity to where the rain that come from, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, I, I was out there yesterday, and I, I drove, uh, I had some friends uh, in. Uh, so uh, we went and uh, I had me uh, a vegan lunch yesterday over there. Hey. And, and then uh, they said they wanted to see the shoreline. So uh, heading back down towards west, uh, we ducked down through uh, Barron's Castle and went over yeah. the South River Route and... Uh, KNB. Mr. Sanrani, um, first of all, it was beautiful. I mean, that the papa over there, looking over the ridge is lovely. But, Rani, you know, I was telling them that uh, when we had our first triathlon in 1988, right? The Beauty and the Beast. Remember that one? Yeah. And, uh, yes. Mr. Sanrani, that beast ain't no joke, you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> when you leave KNB, and to get to the top of the hill, to get to see the road west, that is a monstrous incline, my son, Rani. Deep. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Imagine, imagine having to ride it up. I ride, that's, yeah. That's part of the, 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 the bicycle route. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I was like, wow. And so you, all you're doing is banking, Kana, and watching more incline. And I was like, wow. But, you know, that's why over there, lovely, right? Because yeah. uh, Carambola. Uh, it's down on uh, it's down in the Bay area. That's Davis Bay, right over there. Yeah, Davis Bay. Yeah, Davis Bay. Yeah, the island of Doctor Moreau over that side, yeah. there, right? Back in the day, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and you know, it, it was a, a exotic beach to get to. In when you know when we, we were younger, yeah, you know, it was hard to get to. But when you went, it it, it has changed. With the hurricanes, you know, uh, it lost some sand and everything. It was very sandy over there. Yes, yes, yes. That's a yeah. good point. Yeah. 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 So, um, but 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 KMB is always a beautiful. When 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 you leave, uh, the gentle winds area, right, and uh, you start to that's Salt River, right? right? When you leave Salt River, and you start yeah. to navigate, you know, you navigate a lot of the turns and all that stuff. You see some homes there on the right hand side. And then when you when you level off and you're going to meet La Valley, right? That's a beautiful vista. And yes. and then when you get into La Valley itself, into the KMB area, and you get over on the, on the top before you reach, the, uh, you I think you pass the waves and then you uh, you get you get to a little plateau and you start to look down and literally see KMB. Yo, that's a beautiful sight. A lot of people there were swimming. Uh, I went to the beach over there yesterday as well. Yeah, yeah. The beach, the beaches were filled. You know, mm-hmm. because. That's why people come to St. Croix Partly because the beaches are beautiful, you know, endeavor. You do you just you just go and enjoy. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. That's probably why the president was here. <laughs> well, you know, he 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 he, uh, he claimed it was a working vacation. Right? Oh, okay. And yeah. uh but it's a, a vacation nonetheless. You know what I'm saying? So Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh Dwayne Henry, let me know. Gentle winds is Clearmont, and just before La Valley is Rostov Twist. 
right? Yes. So, so that, yep. so that area there. Good, good, good morning, gentlemen. I mean, I ain't hearing how you bringing me. Well, well, I didn't know you were there, and I was saying that's my fault. You know what I'm saying, um, <laughs> Mr. Majority <laughs> Leader? The handle. Glad to have you on. Uh, you good? I enjoyed the conversation. I enjoyed the conversation. I didn't know there. I, I apologize. Happy New Year. I didn't. I didn't hear Rocky call, so Rocky didn't call me. So that's why. I okay, what, what are you doing, God? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I like that. Uh, how how'd you bring in the New Year, sir? Well, I brought in the New Year. Well, man, it's you know you got to give thanks and to the Most High for bringing us to another start, another revolution around His fun, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. And the north side is looking, it's calm. <laughs> the sea is smooth. The Atlantic the Ocean. Them out. The Atlantic Ocean, yeah, the, man. Yeah. yeah, the rules of them out there running, the hens them. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I so, like that. So we're doing well. I just want to say a blessed new year to the listeners, to the program, and the people of the Virgin Islands, man. It's, it's awesome to be alive. That's what I'm talking about. So, um... Let's talk about the president's visit and his uh, consistent uh, desire. I will use the word commitment, but let me just say desire uh, to spend some time in paradise and make us the safest place uh, on earth. Uh, Doug Skoll, you're a political scientist. Um, that, that says something about the Virgin Islands, doesn't it? It absolutely says something about the Virgin Islands. I mean, the Virgin Islands is a we have a welcome people here and last week we had spoken about the fact that when you come nobody ain't bothering you mm-hmm. you know what i mean we ain't we ain't all the starstruck when you come we ain't bothering you you do what you have to do but to be here in the virgin island way to be any place else and especially in the big island of st croix uh is an awesome feeling and for the president to come here consistently well he came as vice president over here and uh, you tease him over there like a run you want to tease the capital. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> ah. <laughs> but it's all part of the Virgin Islands. I I I total, you know what I mean? I ain't I ain't separating you in the Virgin Islands the Virgin Islands, but I really appreciate him. And if it was a walking uh it was a walking vacation then, you know, we could have gone up there and heal up the man, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we gonna have yeah, to if, the, 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 the the table talk crew. We're gonna to have to start imposing our will, and uh, yeah, uh, uh, when when he come back, um, let the president know that uh, you know we're here, and, and we want our we want our hour and a half to two hours so we could rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we, we could rap. We could bring him on the table, talk, and Lee Holler with us. Yeah, tonight. yeah. So 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 yeah. um, that's our that's our New Year's resolution that when he come back again, right? Yes. He knows that he owes us uh, a couple of hours, Ronnie, um, Michael, uh, no, 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 Brian O'Reilly uh, sent me. A text message uh, letting us know that um, when when he's here, um, we're we're safer like we've never been safe before. You got the F-16s and F-18s. Um, you're hearing them, but you ain't seeing them at night. Um, making sure that the country's safe and the country running good. At least while the president is here, um, you can't you can't deny how valuable that is, Ronnie. It's immense, not just financially. But it, it speaks to him wanting to be here, notwithstanding the fact that, you know, we're going through transitions five, six years removed from storms slamming into us uh, back in 2017. Yeah, you know, the ambience, the sort of environment that we live in with, and Doc's mentioned it, our people, the weather, it's, 
it's uh, a paradise for sure. And the, the fact that the president uh, recognizes that gives us a huge boost across the globe. That's not America alone that the president brings in the new year here in St. Croix and the easternmost part of the United States and what we would consider, you know, the whole, everything waking up that new year morning for America here in St. Croix. And the president, uh, you know, he's been here before. I saw him one time when he was vice president there, right there in, in Point Judah. Mm-hmm. A couple times I saw him there, you know. And you you hail it up, he hail you up too. You know, he say hi, you know, you know that kind of thing. He's not unapproachable, and you know, it's, it's just beautiful. But it says a lot for um, Saint Croix and the Virgin Islands, and and what we have to offer to the globe. And I think people recognize now that this is his second or third, fourth, fifth time being here. Uh, recognize that. These islands uh, have a special place in the American, not only tourists, but vacation and, you know, other things. We, you know, we, we, we did some things with oil and everything, but, you know, we're we moving on. So the new year is good, Neville, because we look forward to prosperity and goodwill in, in, in this wonderful island with these wonderful islands, you know? So I, 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 I really cherish the fact that he came here and gave us notoriety and gave us a, a sort of sense of really belonging in the American dream. Now, that's cool. Um, a part of the reason um, why they have a problem with him coming to the Virgin Islands, um, that's that's a race issue, you know, that's cool. We can't ignore that, you know? Um, uh, some people want to know why the president, you know, vacationing in a location uh, that that's predominantly colored people. That's just how people are, you know, doctor. You can't ignore it, you know. And and they will they they will use uh, other other justifications to mask how they really feel. But that's what they got a problem with. Some of them, not everybody, but some of the distractors. Yeah, well, the, the thing about it is, never is and run is. The Virgin Islands uh, is, I'm going to use a big word, is an, is an amalgamation yes. of, of ethnicity. Mm-hmm. And that is what the president's, the president been trying to offer to America. You know what I mean? It's, it's all of us. It's people from every part of the world. And if he can come here and say, listen... I am safe and sound. The people who live there are some of the best people in the world. They're peaceful. They ain't bothering nobody. That's a part of his projection to the mainland. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's like, this is how we live. And I want to go someplace where, you know, it's a mixture of all of us. We talk about the, the the Lebanese, we talk about the Arabs, we talk about the India, we talk about everybody. And we have everybody here from every mix and nook and cranny of the world. Somebody from here from every country in the world. 
So he, I think that's what he's trying to to push forward when when he when he chose to come to visit here, to 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 exemplify the fact that this is what America is. We are a part of America, right? Mm-hmm. And this is what this is what America is. And I'm showing you people, this is how we're supposed to be. So, and 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 uh, Ronnie, um, you mentioned that uh, he was here before he had uh, visited here while he was a vice president. Uh, his other bro- yeah, brother live over there in uh, on Water Island. Um, but again, this this is confirmation um, um, because I in, I met um, some of the the press the White House press corps. I want to thank Rob DeRocca once again for setting that up. And a couple of them they gonna be here for a couple of days afterward. Um, that's what we looking for, Ronnie. Um, exactly. If, if he feels safe here, yeah, then I'll come down. Yeah, I, I think. I think it's he's so huge, you know, because uh, we get a lot of press. I, to be honest with you, where other presidents went to vacation for New Year, I did never know. I don't know where, where Obama went. I didn't know. Where I, think, he, I think he used to go to Hawaii, right, Doc? Uh, Obama, Obama used to go to Hawaii. He used to go to Hawaii, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and so everybody have their place that they want to relax and get, you know, involved with whatever is there. Hawaii, uh, uh, you know. So and, and, you know, that's where, that's where um, President Obama was born, so yeah, uh, that so, would make sense. And, and so the fact that uh, President Biden came here, you know, it, it, it really gives us a wake-up call. Uh, it should give us a wake-up call because... Uh, we we place on the map because of his presence, and and we should shine and make life better for everybody here based on just the fact that we get the notoriety with him coming here. You know, I I I, I Neville, you said it right. We, we if he comes again next year, we we want him on the show. Without a doubt, we're gonna take our first break. Our table talk is in effect. Uh, we got uh, Ronnie Russell uh, joining us from St. Croix and Donald Duck's Cole from St. Thomas. Uh, Rocky enjoying yourself for the festival, man. I like that. We'll take a break. Be back right after this. Step back, relax, and listen to your favorite song. I'm Raina Duris, and on the next World Cafe, maybe I can help you find something new to love, or maybe remind you of something you've been missing. There's so much music out there to enjoy, so take a moment, take a breath, and tune in to World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. So I spent the past year trying to figure out what news designed for 21st century humans might look like. 
One of the things that really stuck with me was that we now know that humans actually need hope to get up in the morning. And I don't think as a journalist, I ever thought about it that way. We're always looking for new and better ways to understand the world we live in. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. As the news gets more complex and changes through the day, you need more than just a quick headline check. Here and Now keeps you connected to your world between Morning Edition and All Things Considered as the news and the people shaping it are changing in real time. I'm Robin Young. Follow along on Here and Now, NPR News weekday afternoons. From 2 to 4 on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. The PBS NewsHour has a rich legacy of in-depth reporting and strong storytelling. Only four people have sat in that chair before us, and the enormity of this moment is not lost on me. People turn to us because they know they can hear from trusted sources of information and news. That won't change a bit, even as the faces behind the desk change. Good evening. I'm Jeff Bennett. And I'm Amna Nawaz. Weekdays at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV, Channel 12. Back here and analyze this and uh morning ducks and morning Ronnie. Glad to have you on. I, I look, I I know why why Rocky might be struggling a little bit, right? Um, you know that the Australian Open coming up coming up later this month, right? The first Grand Slam, and yeah. and there's a there's a, a a pre-tournament in Perth, Australia, and and Djokovic got upset. Today, it, uh, it, well, last uh, uh, earlier today, you know, it's uh, let me say it's about eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, midnight, over there now, and he lose six four six four. So uh, maybe Rani, maybe Rocky, Rocky, know why he calling in this week, man. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and, and 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 he also Djokovic also has this diehard fan, uh, a, a young lady over there in Saint Thomas. Hey, don't worry about it. It's just a warm up tournament. He'll be good to go. Uh, for the big kahuna uh, down under uh, in another another couple of weeks. Okay, so uh, he, he was on he was on sixty minutes, you know. Yeah, 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 big, big, big yeah, sixty yeah. minutes he, thing. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, apparently yeah. his I streak, he had a win streak, time. he had a winning streak of forty three matches, and it, and it was snapped um, yeah. with, with that defeat. So uh, no, but we wish him well, and apparently he had a little wrist a wrist problem, so we want him to get healthy so he could defend his Australian title. Uh, I think he won that tournament ten times already. Uh, the great Novak, great yeah. Novak Djokovic. By the way, um, there's a photo on the New York Times, right? <clears throat> um, uh, a Saturday afternoon photo when the president went to uh, Holy Cross. They had an afternoon mass on Saturday, so the New York Times had a photo and Kenny Schuster and other Virginians there was um, was uh, standing up on the corner. Ronnie, you know when you come out of Catholic church, they they. they uh, the the Samson store that they're right across, um, yeah. yeah, yeah um, he uh, uh, a lot of them were there. So there, there was a shot like when you're leaving um, St. Mary's and you're heading yeah. down towards Company Street um, and you're driving parallel to Catholic Church. Um, the, uh, the, the the folks were standing up there in the corner. So you got a nice photo of them 
uh, in the um, in the New York Times. So that's good. And I'm supposed to have a conversation with Miss Miss Friedman, who works for New York Times. Uh, I go call Rob the Racker to see if he could broker that conversation for me. By the way, uh, Wallace Wallace Williams texted me, and he, he is correct. He said the Eddie movie, the Eddie Murphy movie, trading places. The last scene was filmed at KMB, right? The same KMB we were talking about, Ronnie. So, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. When I was listening to the conversation, I, I, when I came in, I was supposed to tell you guys. Yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, man. that was a funny movie with he and Dan Aykroyd, yeah. <laughs> and the two, yeah. the two old, the two elder brothers, Mortimer, and I forget, I forget the next one name, but. They used to. They were rich. A bunch of rich folks, yeah. and, and man, man, when uh, when Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd done with them, they are balling for the natural life, man. Yeah. <laughs> Take all the money in, in the stock market, the check So so good, gentlemen. Uh, let, let's let's bring it home and then cycle it back up to the mainland. Docs, based on on how you seeing things, uh, are we gonna talk about needs for the Virgin Islands? Clearly, we know, we know energy is a big issue, but but when you look at Saint Thomas right now. What do you believe are the biggest needs for St. Thomas um, to actually get us back to base and then uh, take that next step uh, to where we're there uh, in the black and not working from a negative uh, perspective? Main Street, there's something that we got to do to revive Main Street based on what I saw. What's your take on that? Never, never we discussed that issue of Main Street before, and I believe Main Street has to become Main Street again. And in the terms of that, we have to create or recreate economic activity in Main Street. I can tell you, after the cruise ship them leave, Main Street shut down. And, and that's the not good. Shut down. And that's not good, everything, man. Yeah. yeah. Everything shut down. So it, 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 we have to do that. Uh, the products that we sell here on Main Street, Neville, all those products are sold on a, on a cruise ship, Right. So I am of the opinion, and when I travel, I like to see what a local them do. You know what I mean? I like to go with the local, how the local eat, the craft that they that they that they, they do, and what they have available to sell. So we got to know. I believe have to really start to come strictly local, export, and publish what we do home. What we do in the Virgin Islands, I know over over in St. Croix, I know shipping to St. Croix, we have the, 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 the nature trail, we have uh, uh, the history. We have to do that. Economically, that's what we have to do. Uh, our infrastructure level has to be, has to be brought up to par. Mm-hmm. We, we talk about electricity. That is one of the, the, the prohibitive uh, factors in, in businesses in St. Thomas, and I'm sure in St. Croix, is the high cost of electricity. So businesses open. I mean, I see businesses open. I see restaurants open. And then in two, three, a month or so, they're closed down because they can't pay the exorbitant cost. We've been talking about bringing these generators online. We've been talking about all this thing. And it's not happening. And it's taking too long. So the cost of electricity for businesses, for homes, we need to take care of that, okay? Our infrastructure with our roads, that has to, we have to take care of that too, okay? And then safety. We have to make people feel at home, feel safe. You see the president was here and he had feel safe? 
where we have to make the locals feel safe mm-hmm. and everybody else who, who, who come feel safe, that they can come out in the night, they can uh, celebrate, they can party. And I would go to this, Neville, and I know, you know, the people of St. Croix might get vexed with me, but I believe in St. Thomas we need casino gaming. <laughs> I really believe we need casino gaming in St. Thomas. Yeah, we, you have ga- you have and gaming, but not you have gaming, but, n- but we n- have yeah, casino, yeah, casino gaming, gaming where yeah, yeah. you know overnight guests would come here, right? And when they finish the beach, what else they have to do? They ain't got nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. What are going in the bed? They're going in the bed at, to do it. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And I believe in the hotels with with the reopening of uh, French Run's Reef. Uh, I'm sure that they have a, a platform over there to put casino gaming in. Because I don't believe that man has that. But I believe that needs to happen. Okay? Yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie on the St. Croix side, um, clearly we got some infrastructure uh, I- issues that uh, we need to address. Um, but, Ronnie, is, is there any way that we could, because um, I mentioned Main Street, uh, for St. Thomas, and people would think, well, then I would talk about Christensen and Fredericksted. Uh, for St. Croix, but no, I want to go a different route. Rani, uh, is there any way we could feature our beaches um, e- even more and, and protecting our uh, our ecosystem and, and, and our environment uh, to allow for us to con- to continue to make uh, inroads uh, in the tourism industry here in St. Croix? Because we got shoreline can done and beaches can done over here. Absolutely, Neville. And I'm a proponent for very a very well developed park system which has trails which has the beaches protected and groomed and not only the beaches and the park system protected but you know uh the roads it's the roads some people could think why is large enough that you, you you need to travel to both islands if you're going up to uh point Udal, it's, it's a little drive but fix the road so we could get along, like, and get along without, you know, mashing up your car. But so the park system, including the beaches, Neville. But I, I, I want to say that the entertainment in the Virgin Islands has developed a pretty unique character, and, and we got to cultivate it, yeah. you know? The thing that in a village... Right, right, you got some, some, somebody sweeping um, right behind you there? They, they come back no, 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 bit. I don't know. That's mine. That's not me. That's not you? Okay. Okay, there we go. No, that's there we not go. me. Okay, there we go. Yeah. 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 So, I, I went to the village. And the village and, and the, the, the whole idea of spectacular entertainment for a week is beautiful. It's, it's a, a big attraction, Neville, and our entertainment... You know, we got good musicians, we got good singers, we, we got entertainment, and we should promote it, not join only the festival, but promote the local entertainment, promote the local artists, the, the, the jewelry shops, you know, they got a lot of local jewelry shops and everything. And we got to promote our product, uh, not only when when you want to cater to tourism, but catering to a whole ambience of the Virgin Islands has a lot to offer in artifacts, artisans, you know, paintings, everything. 
I think we should we should invest in that. And then last, of course, you know, I I, I think you know you could do it through education, and you could do it in creative ways through education. No, I like that. Uh, I got this this new year. We got to change the year with education. So, you know? so, sound like you're a proponent for for the libraries again. You know, that's my pet peeve yeah, for 2024. Yeah, sure, sure. yeah. yeah of course. The libraries and just the whole concept of you know, giving young people opportunities through education, the internet, the, you know, like for example, uh, could Main Street have free internet for everybody who comes down on Main Street? Because okay, could they? Could St. Thomas could do that? Could they do, be done in St. Croix so that when visitors come in, they could just do it? Uh, you know, it, 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 it is an attraction that we need to develop. How do we attract people and keep them here so that our tourist product could have a different a different experience in the Virgin Islands other than the other islands? I really believe in that. And so I think education does it with libraries, promoting our art, promoting music, promoting... Uh, the whole idea that it's a cultural experience yes. along with yes. I, I think I think you just crystallized it uh, with that cultural experience. Uh, you know, uh, Docs, I, I, I mentioned um, I mentioned um, Main Street, but we also need to look at that waterfront, you know, right? Um, when you leave Palsy Bus Stop, right, and you pass Griffith, from that point there, that, 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 that's all waterfront until you get up to the legislature and then you work your way all the way around until you get to Long Bay. But, you know, you drive in there at 7.30, 8 o'clock, 8.30, and a lot of the different uh, bays, a lot of the, the little uh, small parking areas and all that stuff, there's no activity there. None. Places them batten down. If, if we could do something about getting nightlife back up on waterfront, I, I think that could, that, that could actually feed into the other areas and to the passages. I, I absolutely agree with that. And when... Uh Ronnie talk about internet. I remember being the assistant director of libraries, archives, and museums. And you're familiar with the Enid Bar Library down, in, down by Rachel Francis, yeah, right? Yeah. I advocated that we take that and turn the downstairs into an internet cafe mm-hmm. where tourists, locals alike, can come in. They come in and you bring the tourists all the way down by Rachel Francis Square because now you have this free access to the internet. People want to check in. You know, you, you, you come off the cruise ship, you come downtown, and here you are, you can go in and do it. And I advocated for that. Now, the Enid Bar Library has been closed for a while. That is a project that I believe needs to be looked into yeah. in terms of bringing that. You have a library aspect on the top, and I'm talking about technologically. Because right now you you have you have books and you have the technology mm-hmm. and have the downstairs area. You just walk right in as that free internet cafe, and then you have local you know local presentation and 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 all that kind of stuff that's happening in there. That is something that I advocated for, and I think it can still be done. The main street and the waterfront that 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 extension of the waterfront that new portion that was put on it's beautiful. 
Uh, we have a walking group over here in Neville called Go Hard or Go Home. <laughs> right. And we walk. Yeah, that that that, that expansion eh, to to four four lane yeah. traffic is nice, you know, man. I like that. Oh man, it, it's yeah. beautiful. And yeah. you walk, you walk on that on that on that waterfront, and that, and then you're supposed to have a part two that takes it around the legislature and then come out yeah. there and bring this back. Yeah, uh, that that should be looked into and that should be developed because it becomes a magnet. For, for people and it becomes a magnet for business. Yeah, I think okay. a good I think a good conversation would be a, a joint discussion with both Gabriel and Oriel, right, for Public yeah. Works and DPNR, right, because both both agencies have a part to play in that particular uh, development there, which brings it around. If if you could if you could actually surround the legislature um, with that type of infrastructure. I mean that enhances value on multiple levels, man. And it's supposed to have like a park area, and, yeah. and the rendition that I saw right between, you know, between the legislature, you're no longer going to be driving through there by Fort, by Fort Christian. You have historic, you can have historic walks around there, and and that beautiful vista. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. It, it going take, going take the driving around the legislature, right, and and and, and the waterfront side, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that yeah. that you know something and, and, that, and that I I looking forward to seeing that engineering there, cause that gonna that, yeah. that that gonna got to be top level engineering, um to make that one happen, you know what I'm saying? I believe I believe that's that might be the hole up right now, you know. Even though people will say, oh, we got engineering, we can knock that out. It's uh, it's a lot more difficult, um to actually get it done than it is to envision it. You follow what I'm saying? Right. So so well, uh, I I but, I really looking forward to seeing that. That needs to happen, and I would see yeah. St. Thomas again becoming yeah. a magnet. Continue yeah. to we, be we, magnet. We, we can pick, we'll pick up the discussion okay. right there after we come back from this top of the hour break. Analyze this with the Table Talk. Uh, a midweek uh, edition of Table Talk. Be back right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. These days, people go to great lengths to shed the stress of daily life. There's acupuncture, deep tissue massage, meditation, yoga. At All Things Considered, we offer our own type of healing, invigorating news stories that span the rainbow of human experience. Nourish your mind and escape from the ordinary. Weekdays on All Things Considered from NPR News. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. Hi, I'm Peter Sangal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. 